beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design, and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Luke chapter number 2. We can put Luke chapter number 2. And we will be in verse 10 and 11, I believe. Say this with me. God is good. God is kind to me. Glory, hallelujah. All right. Let us read together. One, two, go. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of what? Great joy. We shall be to how many people? No, only black people. Hmm? Only Asians or Indians. Is he all people? Is it you people? You personally? All right. Glory to God. Let's read again from the top. One to go. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Glory to God. Can you rejoice? Glory to God. Hallelujah. It says, which are what? Be to what? All people. Next verse. Let's read this together, everybody. One, to go. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Woo! <laughs> Can you rejoice at this? Glory to God. Precious Spirit of the living God, we honor you. Now faith comes by hearing and hearing you. Thank you for giving us utterance and clarity. And thank you because everyone in this service today will be so blessed. They will be so impacted. And your glory and your grace is so evident and visible. We give you thanks and praise. Jesus, in your holy name, we pray. Amen. Can I see you give the Lord a shout of praise? Glory, hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Praise God forevermore. Are you ready to receive the word of God? I am excited. Amen. Is somebody here? Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so I'll try to contain myself so that we can teach nicely. But I tell you, something is jumping on you in this service. I am not trying to get you excited. I know. I'm away. Thank you, Lord. Are you ready? Yes, sir. 
Praise God. All right, Luke chapter number 2 and verse 10. We're going to start from there this morning. The title of this episode is Enjoy. Glory, hallelujah. Enjoy. Or you can put it like this, enjoy. Anyone. (laughs) Glory, hallelujah. There is a journey that God designed for us in redemption. There is a journey God designed for you in redemption. There is a journey in redemption. Hallelujah. And that journey was designed to be carried out in joy. <laughs> Ooh, there is joy in our city. Glory to God. Let me tell you, as you hear me like this, this joy will well up inside you. Just wait and see. I don't care what's happening in your life. You will see by the end of this teaching that something has welled up inside you. Ah, if you believe, oh, you will see it happen. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. So our journey in redemption was supposed to be a journey in joy. How many of you <laughs> have ever looked? I, I, I like this narrative of building this conversation because I'm, I'm building a conversation now, you know, of using, taking a trip, okay? If you are taking a trip, any nice trip somewhere, I hope you know that um, that journey will most likely start out in joy, right? And then when you get on the plane and you hear the announcement of the pilots, welcome on board this flight, something, 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 going from Lagos to London, blah, 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 blah. As he's talking, you are picturing the journey. You're having an expectation of what the journey is going to look like. A beautiful expectation. And especially if you have nice things to do when you get there. All right? So you're you're excited. Like, please, take off immediately. (laughs) Now, listen. When our journey of faith in Christ was getting started, it was heralded by joy. When this journey in redemption was getting started... The announcement that came, you know, angel is angelos, which is messenger. The announcement that came was, hey, look at this. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. This is not a Christmas message. This is not a Christmas scripture. You relegate it to Christmas at your own peril, at your own dissatisfaction, at your own discomfort. It is not a Christmas method. It is a daily message. You know, one of the things that has brought defeat to a lot of believers is to take something that was supposed to be daily and relegate it to once a year. You understand what I'm saying? Once a year, you say, oh, great tidings of great joy. They take the story of redemption and make it a Christmas and Easter story. So the time that people hear the gospel is twice a year, Christmas and Easter. Christmas so that they can give their lives to Christ again for the 15th time. Easter so that they can reap. <laughs> Are you guys what I'm saying? But no, it was not supposed to be, listen, it was not supposed to be an event on your calendar. It was supposed to be a lifestyle to be experienced. 
All right? You don't scare, you see, you don't, it's not an event on the calendar. No, it's a lifestyle. So look at how the journey into your redemption started. It was with a herald. And it says, it says, I bring you good tidings, not of, of some kind of joy, but of great joy. <laughs> Meaning that when you start this journey with great joy, you are supposed to continue the journey with great joy. And you are supposed to see Jesus face to face with great joy. And you are supposed to be embraced in his presence with great joy. Can you say amen? amen. Say, I'm doing this life, doing this life. with great joy. Great joy. Ah, you are going to talk. Oh. Say, I am doing my life in Christ, life in Christ. with great joy. Now, here's the thing. You, you see, whenever the enemy gets a hold of something, either through religion or through deception, okay, he makes sure that the meaning that God gave to a thing is misunderstood. You know, when he got a hold of Eve, he said, has God said you should not eat? No, God did not say she should not eat. God actually said she should eat. <laughs> You understand? He actually said, of all the trees you can eat, but one. But you see the devil's emphasis is to magnify the one that God said she should not eat and make it look like that's the only thing he said. <laughs> no, no, no. He said other things. He actually said you can. Do you understand the liberty of going into a space and having the freedom to eat of all? Will you even know that one is missing? Yes, and by the time you've eaten plum, you've eaten blueberry, blackberry, orange berry, red berry, indigo berry, burgundy berry. Do you understand? You will not notice that one is missing. But typical enemy, he comes to make it look like he didn't even ask you to eat at all. I guess what I'm saying. Now, here's where I'm going. When the enemy holds a thing that God designed... He miss, he twists it, all right? So that instead of you looking at the great joy, for many people now, Christianity has become great burden, great sorrow, great, you know, regrets. I get what I'm saying? It has become something that you are, look at, look at this. It has become something that you are never qualified to enjoy. Because you're always repenting, repenting, repenting. You repented yesterday. You repented day before yesterday. You are repenting tomorrow. You are repenting, 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 repenting. Now, I'm not saying repenting is a bad thing. Because repenting means change your mind. You understand? You're changing your mind. However, there's the repentance of, I'm not worthy. I am not worthy. I have never been worthy. I will never be worthy. Oh, when will I be worthy? Oh, which day will I be worthy? You see? Once the enemy succeeds in taking something that God designed by himself and twisting it, what you're going to get is no longer joy. What you're going to get is great sorrow. Let me put it in another way. You see, when people come to Christ, they don't see his love for them. They don't see his goodness to them. All they see is what they have not done, what they need to do, what is missing, what has to be done. I get what I'm saying. So he takes away the joy of the ride. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Look at this, look at this, look at this. I want to start here. So the herald of the gospel message is 
good tidings. Say this with me. Good tidings of great joy. Now, you know how a thing starts determines how it goes on. It's an important indicator of how it goes on. That's why how you start your believing journey is a good determinant of how it continues. No, long, no wonder some people came to Christ crying with sorrowful repentance. <laughs> and I'm not saying you shouldn't cry. But what I'm saying is you have been crying now. And you see, you didn't see the joy of salvation. You saw the sorrow of the cross. It was his cross to carry, your joy to share. Glory to God. His cross to carry, your joy to share. I get what I'm saying. So now that you've come and you started out with, you know, if you started out this redemption story with the message of threats, you will need threats to keep you going. You will need to be threatened to keep you going. But if you started with the message of love, what will keep you going is his love. And you say amen forevermore. Amen. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Let's read this together, everybody. Are you being blessed already? Yes, say, I'm in, I'm in joy. I am in joy. It says, the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring to you what? Good tidings of what? Great joy, which shall be to what? All people. In other words, don't exclude anybody. It's for all people. It's for your people. It's for you, person. <laughs> if there's an English like that. It's for you, person. Now, let me tell you. There is a scheme, all right, such that you can exempt certain people from the message of the gospel. So long as they don't fit a stereotype or they don't fit a bill. Are you getting something? But no, the Bible says this joy is for all people. Oh, karakatia, likomasiakatia. Oh, glory, hallelujah. So the lady who just came out of the abortion bed should hear this message and still have joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've caught you. Religion has entered. Pastor, pastor, any repentance that does not bring joy is not of God. Repentance is not that you are coming back to the family. Ah, wait, too. let me, maybe I'm talking to some people that, are, am I, to, is this blueprint? Yes, sir. Am I at home? Yes, sir. Okay. Is repentance not supposed to bring you back home? Yes. Sir. Yes. If you come back home and that home is full of love and joy, are you not supposed to be joyful too? Yes. Eh, but you know, <laughs> for many people, all right, it is stigma that follows people, not joy. But God wants the broken lady. She just got up. Uh, he says, good tidings of great joy. If your theology does not accept what I am saying, eh? You need to change that theology. Good tidings of great joy is ma. I know you are just coming out of a place that you are not supposed to come out of. But your sins are still forgiven. But God is no longer angry with you. And he is still not angry with you. Glory to God. And he has a glorious future for your life. 
And the, the things that God has in your future looks like nothing you've done in your past. Let me tell you what people say. People say God has good for you if you change. No, God has good for you whether you change or not. Your changing is to align, not to make him good. God has good for you whether you change or not. Stop this, um, this one-sided, you know, presentation of a gospel. The gospel that presents a father who is good when you are good. No, sir. He is good. You align by responding to his goodness. Say amen. Amen. I didn't, I didn't, it was not, I did not decide today to come and affect people's theology. I just came to preach and teach God's word. I hear him, I'm saying, but as he comes by the spirit, me, ma, I'm yielding. Amen. So it is good tidings of great joy to all people. So here's how this journey starts. The journey in redemption and in righteousness and in his truth. Hallelujah. Started with the herald of good tidings and of great joy. How many of you ever entered? I wanted to use plane. You know, I've been using plane, plane, tickets. You know, but how many of you? Ekai, swa, naista, kaviatwa, sene, belea. Thank you, Lord. How many of you ever entered a bus? And <laughs> the herald that jumped up to speak is one elderly baba. And then look at what he says. Welcome, everybody. I see accidents on the way on this journey. You see your thing? I see eh? all of you would turn and say, eh, baba, you understand what I'm saying? Because that is not the, that's what many people have in their minds when they think about the gospel. They are thinking about darkness and gloom. Meanwhile, it was designed to start in joy. Now listen, you can turn back and say, Baba, it's you. But as you are on that bus, <laughs> as you are on that bus, he accepts you know who you are in Christ. As you are on that bus, your mind, hey, which kind, which kind, what kind of nonsense, what kind of bus did I enter this morning now? Eh? Your mind will not be at rest until you arrive at where, ah, oh, Father God, thank you. What kind of thing is this? You know, that's how many people, that's how many people are not resting in their journey of salvation and their journey of righteousness because somebody told them that one shoe is going to drop on your head, that something is soon going to fall on you and now they can't sit down with their full chest and receive from God. The devil is a liar. Jesus is the Messiah. So say this with me, unto me has come glad tidings of great joy. Can you demonstrate that joy? Glory to God. Say it again. Glory to God. Yeah. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Say this with me. I rejoice in God my salvation. Your heart is open to be blessed in a radical way today. Glory. Hallelujah. So the herald was a herald of joy. The journey in redemption started with the announcement of joy. Okay, let's go back to the airplane. I want to let this thing sink very well. Imagine your pilot. You're about to take off in Motala, 
airports. And the pilot say, welcome aboard everybody. Yeah. This plane you have entered now. <laughs> we will take off. Oh. <laughs> we will take off. I can assure you we will take off. But while we were checking this morning, we saw that the left engine had a problem. And then it is prone to fire. In fact, as soon as we reach 30,000, as soon as we reach 3,000 feet, just expect a fire on the left. And then there might be a big bang at the back. All right? But don't worry. Just remain calm. Try if you can. <laughs> there is no service of food or water on this plane. You will stay for these 15 hours fasting and praying. Why? We don't know if we are going to land. We are taking off. We are going to Washington. But we might arrive in Sudan or Afghanistan. However, stay cool. <laughs> you see, that first announcement, many times, I don't know how many of you have ever, you see, that first announcement, because when you're on the plane, if you've ever experienced, when you're on the plane, a lot of things are going through your mind. You know, some people, let me be honest, the first time I got on the plane, I was also praying, Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> many things are going through many people. Is this my last plane? Is this my last flight? So many times, eh, the first voice you hear from that pilot will tell you, in your mind, I say, is this an, is he, is this an Olori Buruku or is this, <laughs> is this a reasonable human being? If you now hear his voice, and his voice sounds so, you know, he sounds like, you don't know, you've not seen him, but it sounds like he's a responsible, <laughs> sounds like he's a responsible human being. Because many times, the herald determines the journey. Write it down. The herald, ma, sa, determines the journey. Now, we are not asking you to have a herald once and forever. You know, people only heard this herald once as they were coming into the faith. They've never heard it again. It's been 20 years. No, the herald is supposed to be on a daily basis. Good tidings of great joy. And you give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Say this with me in the name of Jesus. I am traveling in joy. Say it again in the name of Jesus. I am traveling in joy. Now, last week while I was teaching, I made mention of a couple of things. Remember, this series title is A Merry Heart. Okay? And the first thing that I said is that a merry heart, the root of it, I'm going to give you like 15 roots. Before this series is over, <laughs> I told you number one root of a merry heart, right, is the victory that Jesus has brought for you. When your eyes are open to see that victory, you rejoice, you'll be merry. The second root, glory, hallelujah, is what? Salvation. You are rejoicing in the God of your salvation. You have gotten to the point where you have magnified this salvation. You have, the Bible calls it so great a salvation. You've magnified this salvation to the point that it has become all things to you. It has become the only thing to you. It has become the most thing to you. Your education, your degree, your academics is not as big as this salvation. You understand? 
Today I'm going to give you another route. Turn your Bibles now. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm excited. Proverbs 17 and verse 22. Proverbs 17 and verse 22. All right, let's read this together, everybody. One, two, go. A merry heart. What does what? Does good like a medicine. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Let's read it again one more time. A merry heart does what? Does good like what? Medicine. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Say this with me. I have a merry heart. My eyes are fixed on Jesus. My Savior. And I go jolly and merry. You see, you're supposed to act it out. Some of you are, I go jolly and merry. <laughs> glory, hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Say it again. My heart is fixed on Jesus. And I go jolly and merry. So it says, a merry heart does good like a medicine. Now, you see, the first thing I want you to realize as I teach this morning, is that he's making a comparison. He's not saying it is medicine. He says it's like medicine. Because it's actually better than medicine. And I'll tell you why. Medicine has side effects. And medicine can be overdosed. Medicine can enter a person's system. They tell you, when you're taking anti-malaria, don't mix it with juice. <laughs> because it can create reactions. So he's saying like, because the medicine is the closest that he can use in describing, is descriptive in nature. The closest he can use in describing what a merry heart looks like. Because whilst you can overdose on medicine, you cannot overdose on a merry heart. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? You cannot overdose on a merry heart. You can't say he's too merry. There's no such a thing. The other thing that you need to know is that whilst medicine can have side effects, there is no side effect to a merry heart. Sometimes you look at some medicines and you are wondering, ah, ah, should I take this medicine or not? Because it looks like the side effect is bringing... <laughs> I shared with us some time ago, I had to take an eye drop some, some years ago. And they, in the, on, the pages, on the leaflet of the eye drop, they say it is prone to cause slowness of heart rate. Ah, ah. What is the... <laughs> what is the connection between eye drop and slow heart rate? <laughs> Sometimes if you read the leaflets, it's like the pharmaceutical company is exonerating themselves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Talk to me now. Yes. You understand? They are saying paradventure. It causes <laughs> so a merry heart is not medicine. It is like medicine because it's actually better than medicine because you can't overdose on it and it has no side effects and you say amen, amen. say this with me i am merry 
I have a merry heart. No side effects. No overdose. You can't say you are too merry. No. If anything, on this side of it, eternity, no matter how merry we will be, it will be under merry. Because the real party is about to start when we see Jesus face to face. Just imagine somebody, you enter as you are walking into heaven. You say, Lord, give me a break. I want to go and be depressed. Which streets? Which streets are you going to be depressed on? Is it on the streets made of gold? They are going to say, Lord, give me some time. Let me just go and be depressed. Small. Which street? On what street are you going to be depressed? <laughs> Is he as you are looking into the face of Abraham, Papa, A, B? I get what I'm saying? Yeah? Or you are looking at the face of Paul? I get what I'm saying? Is it Paul's face? Who said I fought a good fight when they were stoning him? Or is it Stephen? Now you look at his face. When he looked up into heaven, the Bible says as his stones were hitting his body, he looked up into heaven and he said, Lord. The Bible says he saw the father standing up. And whilst they were stoning him, he said, Lord, forgive them. It's only joy that can make somebody say, forgive them. It's a merry heart. You know, a merry heart lifts you above the pain. Above the offense. Now you can pray for the people who offended you. Because you are above. That's what a merry heart does. Lifts you above the limitation and the offense. Say, I have a merry heart. Let me tell you, God told me to tell you that this is how your year is going to end. Take this word from God to you. This is how your year See, let me tell you, you're entering 2024 on a high. Some of you did not hear. You did not hear. You hear in the name of Jesus. I said you are entering 2024 on a high. On a high. It's a high of merriness. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Say, I have a merry heart too. Mm-hmm, put the O. Ah, you have to put the O. You know, in Nigeria, anything that has entered is O. <laughs> oh, glory, hallelujah. Let me link a scripture now. What did I tell you medicine was? Put it, put it, put it first. I told you medicine was what? A cure and what? Healing. In other words, two together. Cure means you are now well. Healing is you are being well. So the secret to healing is be merry. Amen. Ah, somebody is hearing what I am saying. The secret to healing is be merry. When you arrive at the cure, be merry. On your way to the cure, be merry. I told you last week how somebody used something ordinary. Alright? So it's healing, it is cure. Healing is that is healing. You understand? It's progressive, continuous. I get something. Cure is that I've arrived. Both healing and cure. Merry heart is the medicine. 
Mm-hmm. Say amen. amen. Say in the name of Jesus. I have a merry heart. So if your heart has been broken, the healing is a merry heart. I told you last week, don't indulge. There will be many reasons for you to grieve. Don't. Don't indulge. Don't give grieve a breathing space. Don't let grief breathe. <laughs> suffocate it. <laughs> hey, yeah. I said suffocate that grief. Grief has an assignment. And the assignment of grief is to end you. Suffocate it. Oh. It will start out as a joke. Eh, there's a reason. There's a reason. Then before you know it, it becomes a garment. No. Suffocate that grief with a merry heart. So now you have the medicine for healing and for cure. Sir, my healing just started, merry heart. Sir, my healing is in end stages, cure. Merry heart. Say amen. amen. Give me Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Thank you, Jesus. 20. Kai, the power of God is here. Oh, glory to God. Let's read together, everybody. So, let's read together. You'll be so blessed. Let's read. One to go. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Yeah? Let them not depart out of your eyes. Take note of that, eyes. Okay? Because we're coming back to it. Next, next one. Keep them what? In the midst of your heart. 22. Everybody read together. One to go. For they are what? Life to those who find them. And what? Health to all their flesh. So root number three. Fix your ear to his words. To have a merry heart, a merry heart, attend to his words. Attend to his words. Now you see that word attend. I'm going somewhere with this, so just follow me. That word attend does not say visit his words. No, not visit his words. It's attend to his word. Do you know what it means to attend to something? To attend means to wait on it. Attend. Word, do you <laughs> do you need water? Word, <laughs> you attend. What he's simply saying is pay attention. That's attend, stay there. Don't be a tourist, be present with his word. Are you get what I'm saying? I'm going somewhere. Don't think you know where I'm going until I get there. <laughs> when I get there, and I tell you, I've gotten there, and I say, Okay, amen. Attend to my words. Incline your ear to my saints. He says, do not let them depart from your heart. Keep them. I get what I'm saying. He says, I tell you the reason why. For they are life to all those who find them. Some people find trouble. Some people find crisis. Some people find hardship. Some people find what Tinubu is doing. Some people find all sorts of things. Some people find all sorts. But he says to those who find his words. 
Now, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you're supposed to be looking for is his words. They are life to those who find them. And what? They are mape, mape, health, health to their flesh. What's the connection between words? His words, not just any words. His words and the state of your health. The health of your heart. Put that. He says, for their life to those. Yes, thank you. Leave it here. He says, my son, attend to my words. Give attention to my words. Now, you know, listen. Listen. Hey. The Bible has many words inside. Words, different words. So he did not say attend to the Bible. Attend to my words. Attend to my words. Not any word in the Bible. So you go, you go, you open, you say, Lord, speak to me. And Judas hung himself. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Yeah. They say, Lord, speak to me, speak to me. They say, whatever you want to do, do quick. No, it is attend to his words. And primarily, sir, ma, primarily, write this down, this is very important. Primarily, his words contain his love. God is love. It means his words contain his love. So when he says, attend to my words, it means give your ear to the voice of my love. Attend to his words that contains his love. Not just any words. So my son, attend to my words. Attend to my words. Glory, hallelujah. Give your ear to my words. And it is words that contain my love for you. That's what you should attend to. Don't visit. You're not a tourist. Wait until you travel before you talk. When you are with scripture, live in his words. I have loved you with an everlasting love. With everlasting kindness have I drawn you to myself. Many times people see the Lord drawing them. They don't see with love. You know, hey, siana, me. Ah, there are different kinds of drawing. No? Have you not seen them drawing ram? <laughs> or goats. Let's not use <laughs> let's not use ram. Let's use goats. Have you not seen those people, those you, those, you know that they can be outside, they can be Yoruba, they can be Igbo, they can be anybody. Have you not seen them pulling ram? No. <laughs> they are pulling. They are pulling the thing is about to die. And you must follow me. So you, you, can, you can say, yes, God is pulling you. God is pulling you. But don't take away with love. Please, sir, ma, don't take away with love. Because that with love is, the, is what gives definition to the pool. If you take away with love, it can be any pool. Even the pool can enjoy you. No wonder people say he has been injuring them. He's been taking away their left ear, their left eye, their left toe, their left this, their left that, to get their attention. He has injured them. No, it's Satan that breaks people's hearts, not God. God is a healer, not a breaker. 
Say amen. amen. God is a healer. He's not a breaker. So he's the enemy that breaks. Jesus heals. So never, listen, we like his words. But his words contain something which is called his love. So my son, attend to my words. Incline your ears to my saints. My word that contains details, memories of my love for you. So attend to my words. Don't visit. Live there. In other words, the journey in joy is a journey in love. You journey in joy by attending to the words of his love. Do you know the reason why many people don't have joy? It's because they don't know his love. I know what I'm saying. So you are journeying in joy by journeying in his love. So attend to my words. Let's continue. Incline your ears to my sayings. Listen, put, put, put it there. Incline your ears to my sayings. What are the sayings that I have for you in redemption? What are the sayings that he has for you in his righteousness? What are the sayings that he has for you? Okay, Tosan, God is saying to you, you know he's not, just imagine, God is saying to you that 2028 will be dark. Hmm? No, ma. What, is, what are his sayings? How is he talking to you? Some of your ladies here, you know when they are telling you sweet nothings, but it's butterfly in your stomach. You know, it's sweet nothings, but you want to hear the sweet nothings. Maybe I just cannot do that. <laughs> Say, Pastor, stay there, sir. Incline your ear to his sayings. Let's go. Next verse. Next verse. He says, do not let them depart from your eyes. You see now, you are hearing. I'm going somewhere. You're hearing, but you're engaging your eyes too. Watch this. Watch this. He says, keep them in the midst of your hearts. Many of you have all the failures in your heart. Fire store. You know, I was broken. I was wounded. I was abandoned. I was left alone. I was embarrassed. I was, you know, where is the file of his love? Where is the file of his goodness? Where is the file of his mercy? Where is the file of his kindness? Where is the file of his graciousness? Where is the file of his unending love? You know all the bad things they said, but you don't know the one thing he's saying. Create a new file today in the name of Jesus and tag it the file of his love. Incline your ears to his sayings. <laughs> and you know, unlike him, God doesn't talk sweet nothings. When God opens his mouth to talk, he's leading you somewhere. And God doesn't lead you on. Doesn't lead you on. He leads you to destination. God will not say, come. And then say, I was joking. Peter, come. Then you say, I was joking. I was just joking. I was pulling your legs. 
you know, I see the prank videos they make today, and I'm like, hmm, somebody win, Joe. Somebody, you people are going too far with this thing. It started like a joke, but now the content that people want to create is going to create problem. God is not using your life to create content. And if at all he's creating any content, he is content that is full. Full of his goodness. He says, keep them in the midst of your hearts. Next verse. Hiya, let's read this together, everybody. Where to go? For they are what? Find what? Find his words. What's in his words? The words that contain his love. Find them. Monday morning, find it. Tuesday, find it. Wednesday, find it. Thursday morning, find it. In the night before you sleep, find it again. Friday, find it. Always make sure you rise up with his love and you go to sleep with his love. That sleep will be sweet. If you are here and you have nightmares, horrible nightmares, you will be free by meditating on his love. I can't remember the last time I had a nightmare. It says, for their life to those who find them and health, mape, health to all their flesh. You know when somebody, you say, this person, ah, he was full of life. There's a new meaning for that. Full of life means full of love. Oh, say amen. Say this with me. Say, I'm full of love. So when they say, ah, this person is full of life. What we interpret it to be is, he's full of love. They say, full of life. He's full of his words. So the, the secret of your life is his words. And what does his word contain? His love. So I'm telling you something. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. When they say somebody is full of life. Ah, that person is full of life. Full of energy. Always bubbling. Always bubbling. I hope you know that for some people, he's founded on nothing. Hmm? Hey... He just found it. Ah, wait. He just found it. I'm the life of the party. Everywhere I go. You do that. He's just a jolly, jolly good fellow. You do that. You are 50. Now you have two kids. You are just like nothing. You know, no substance. This is not what the Lord is talking about, sir. No, this one is full of life that is full of substance. Because as God has brought his love to you, he has brought it with substance. So you want to be full of life, full of energy, bursting forth with energy. Every time you come, you know, whilst those other people may not have anything to hold on to, there's no foundation, no basis. Yours is based on his love for you. So every time you show up, you're the life of the party because you know you are full of his love. You walk in the room, hey, what's up? It's not based on Forex market or the news. You understand? You're the life of the party because you're, the, you're full of his love. You're bubbling. You're jiving. You're gyrating. You're full of joy. You're full of love. You're full of peace. And you say amen. amen. Say this with me. I am full of his love. Say it again. Say I am full of his love. 
Oh, church, can you talk out loud? Say, I am full of his love. So remember what he says. He says, for their life to those who find them. So you have to find it. Listen to me, church. This Mary heart I'm talking about, you have to find it. Listen, let me explain what I mean. I'm not saying you are going in search of it and putting it in the work. No, the work has been put by Christ Jesus. Uh-huh. But you have to be intentional about staying with his love. You have to be intentional about it. It's not something you're going to, you know, it's good to stumble on something that just makes your heart happy every now and again. But no, this one I'm talking about, you will stay with it. Some of you will stay with it for six months. Some of you, eight months. Some of you, one year. Some of you, three years. But you will stay with that love. And you say, amen. Amen. Say this with me. I'm staying with his love. love. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise, glory, hallelujah. Say this with me. I'm full of life. No, you have to say it too. You have to say it. I'm looking at your face. You have to say it. Say, I am full of life. Because I am full of his love. Say it again. Say, I am full of life. Because I am full of his love. So how do you relate with his words? Attend to it. Attend. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be too busy. Let me tell you something. I'm also on Instagram. And there are times I catch myself scrolling, 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 scrolling. It's especially TikTok for me. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. I'm telling you, no be joke. I know the joke. Scrolling, 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 one hour. Scrolling, scrolling. Ha! I thought that I say. Okay, I don't call my, you know, I cannot call myself POD. I say, okay, Chuko is enough. It's time to pray. It's time to get some work done. A lot of people think that the things that will come into your life will come by accident. They will come by intentionality. Attend to it. Let me ask you a question. You've been to that restaurant where they accidentally served you food. Wazia, Mawa, Naswa, Ela, Liakwa. You just... They just accidentally just brought food to you. They said, we didn't know how we came here. We just brought food. <laughs> Have you ever seen that kind of restaurant? Please, if you see one, show me. I want to go. <laughs> Let me just see the kind of chaotic environment they are going to have. Any waiter who serves you, serves you intentionally. They must take your order. They must hear what you said. Have you ever been to those restaurants where they don't hear you? You asked for Pellegrini. There's no such thing. I created it. <laughs> right? Then they brought you Amalagrini. Right? And you're like, ah, this is not what I ordered. And then they say it is what you ordered. And that's when the fight. That's when the fight starts. Ah, ah. Wait. Am I, am I present? Wait, wait. Wait, Lord, am I here? I said, no, this is not what I ordered. He said, sir, no, I heard you. <laughs> I say I know what I said. 
this is not it. He said, no, it's what you ordered. Uh, then there will be a problem. My point in all of this is that no waiter attends accidentally. They, they attend intentionally. In fact, I like how they carry their, their paper and their pen. Yes, sir. What, what, what do you say? Mm -hmm. They are taking notes. Lest they forget. <laughs> Let me tell you something. In this attending, I don't know how serious you are. That you are not just saving random videos on Instagram that you are not going back to. All of you look up at me. Don't look to the side. Your saved space is full of videos you have not opened. You opened, you saved it paradventure. And sometimes, look at, I can see Nancy is scratching her head. Paradventure, you will go back to it someday. And that day has not come now. It's two years. Listen, when we go to pray, and we go with our notepads, and we go with our pens, and we go with our scripture, and we go with, you know, we go with he um, headphones, and we cut out the noise. Lights. I turn off lights. I don't like lights when I'm meditating. I turn off my lights. Everywhere is dark. And I, am, and I you know, if I want to write, <laughs> don't be like me, amen? If I want to write, I will turn on the touch of my phone. Right, continue praying because I like that enclosure. It's not spirit cocoa, it's not overdue, it's not over spirituality. There is a weight of destiny upon our lives. There is stuff God has called us to do that must be born in this earth. Must be born in this earth. Some of you live your life as though where well, if it happens, it happens. If it does not happen, it doesn't happen. It's a lie. Listen, there's a long line of people standing behind you now, waiting for you to enter into light so that they too will shine. Yes, yes, you think it's a joke? Ah, no, you will attend to it. Too. You will attend to it. Your joy is inside there. Yes. Eh? How many of you have ever, you know, seen that your money is somewhere, then you just say, well. And then, you know, you say it's too much money. There are some that you cannot walk away from. <laughs> you will go there and say, my money, there is weight of God's glory upon your destiny, upon your life. You will pluck it by attending. Pastor, I don't have time to pray. Ah, why you wanna? <laughs> yeah. Pastor, I don't have time for the word of God. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, where is your joy? What is the source of your peace? Until the enemy starts to use your life to play La Liga. Hey, Syria, hey. Say this with me, I am full of life. Because I am full of joy. Say it again, I am full of life. Because I am full of joy. Say one more time, I am full of life because I am full of joy. So God's word is life to those who find him. Health and healing to all their flesh. You'd be amazed at how your emotion rubs off on your health. 
brokenness of spirit, all of a sudden, you now start feeling sick. It started from a broken spirit. I need to move. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Say this with me. Say, I have a merry heart. And I attend to God's word. So write this down, please. The root of a merry heart is giving attention to his words. Words containing his love. The root of joy is his love. Pay attention to the love of God. You journey in joy by joining with the truth that God loves you. This journey removes you from every form of bragging rights. No bragging rights. There's nothing to boast about. Christ is my boast. Say this with me. Christ is my boast. Is my boast. Now let's turn our Bibles before I go to the next one very quickly. See how a few more minutes. Philippians 2, 14 to 16. Put that on the screen, please. Philippians 2, 14. Let's read this together, everybody, out loud. Everybody, together, one to go. Do all things. Everybody, together. Let's do it. Let's do it. You can't do it. Trust me. Together, everybody, want to go. Do all things without what? Murmurings and what? Disputings. Right? Let's continue. That you may be what? Blameless and what? Harmless and what? The sons of God without what? Rebuke in the midst of a what? Crooked and perverse nation amongst whom what? You shine as lights in the world. Last, uh-huh. Want to go? Everybody want to go? Holding on, the f- holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Go to the beginning of this text. So he says, let's, let's read together again. Want to go, everybody. Do all things, what? Without murmurings and disputing. So when joy is on display, there's no murmuring. Amen? Amen? When joy, see, joy and murmuring cannot exist together. So you have to choose to drop murmuring and rejoice. Or if you just know that as you are murmuring and complaining, you're not in joy. So you're going to drop the heavy body. If, listen, if it is not done in joy, it's not done at all. Do all things without murmuring, without complaining. The moment you catch yourself murmuring and complaining, Joy is ebbing away from you. Listen. Joy doesn't contain murmuring. Murmuring doesn't contain joy. Say amen. Amen. Let me repeat that. Have you ever seen somebody who is rejoicing? Uh, I don't even know why they are. I don't even know why they are. I don't even know why she's talking to me like that. I'm rejoicing, but I don't even know. You're either rejoicing... Or you are murmuring and complaining. The two cannot exist together. It says do all things. All things. It didn't say Christian things. It says all things. Business things without murmuring. Career things without murmuring. Uh, Academic things without murmuring. 
without complaining, work things without murmuring, church things without murmuring. The moment you start murmuring, you know, joy is, is being taken away. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Write this down, please. Very important. Joy is a vault. Ah, it's a vault. God told me yesterday. He said, son, the longer a believer is staying without joy, robbers are in his vaults. Have you noticed? You know, how many of you watch Money Heist? Money, money. You watch all those things. You know, there's always the power of God is upon what I'm saying. You know, there's always the time that the heist is taking place that the police is not aware. And the whole idea is, let's finish this heist very quickly before the police comes. That absence of joy, robbers are there. Bring, come back. Some of you are thinking of... <laughs> come back, we're in service. Hmm? See, every time you are without joy, robbery is happening in your vault. Literal robbery is taking place in your vault. They are stealing valuables you are not aware. They are taking valuables. And I'm not talking about physical valuables, because some of you think they are taking spiritual verities and valuables you are not aware. They are stealing peace. You don't know. They are stealing, um, you know, your, the promises of God. You are not aware. They are stealing your confidence. You know, you used to stand like this now. Uh, they are stealing your faith-filled words. They are stealing your pictures of possibilities. They are stealing your pictures of abundance, pictures of wealth, pictures of prosperity. Robbers are in the vault. You know what you do when you notice that robbers are in the vault? You call the popo. You call, you say, come. They are robbers. The moment you notice, it's been day one, day two. Ah, ah, it looks like no joy. Ah, don't call popo. Don't call popo. Arrest your spirits and bring it back to joy. Say, no, this robbery has to stop. Now, for three days, you've lost creativity. Your best thoughts are missing because you are sad, broken spirit. Everything you see is opportunity to complain. Now nothing is working. Yeah. I didn't intend to read this. Or maybe this is where we will stop. Look for Joel 2 there. I want to show you. I didn't intend to, but let me show you. I believe it's Joel 2 and verse 12. No, no, no. It's not verse 12. Just chill. I will find it for you. Don't worry. Is what? If you see it, help me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Put it. Put it. 25. No, wait. Just chill. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! 
Glory to God. Say, I rejoice. Oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Yeah. Joel 1 and verse 12. I was, I was wrong just by one chapter. Mm. It's actually Joel 1, 12. I said Joel 2, 12. That's it. Let's read it together, everybody. Want to go? The vine tree is what? Dried up. This is the robber in the vault. And the fig tree, what? Does what? Languishes. The pomegranate tree. The palm tree also. The apple tree. And even all the trees of the field are what? Withered. Why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. <laughs> so don't own it oh, don't own that depression it's not yours that murmuring and complaining there's a robber in the vault there's a robber in the vault there's a robber in the vault joy is a vault glory hallelujah let's read it again it says the, the, the vine tree things are dying blah, blah, blah. He says, because joy has withered away from the hearts of the sons of men. In other words, put joy back. If you put joy back in the middle, the vine tree will start to live. Put joy back, the fig tree will stop to languish. Put joy back, the palm tree will stop to languish. The pomegranate tree will stop to languish. You, you are hearing tree, tree, you're not a farmer. Put joy back. Business will begin to thrive. Put joy back. Career will pick up and take shape. Put joy back. Marriages will be healed. Put joy back. Relationships will thrive. Put joy back. Joy is the glue. That's why it does not say righteousness, peace, and sorrow in the Holy Ghost. Doesn't say righteousness, peace, and mourning in the Holy Ghost, and wailing in the Holy Ghost. Whoa, glory, hallelujah! It says righteousness, peace, and joy. Hey. Say this with me: My journey, my journey. in life, in life. Was, designed was designed to be a journey, be a journey. In, joy. in joy. Say it again. Say my journey, my journey. in life. In life. Was designed to be a journey in joy. Right now, as you are on your seats now, you are supposed to be rejoicing. <laughs> Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Do you have space for one more? Genesis 15. One to four, and I'll close. So the first one I told you is pay attention, hearing. I want to show you another one, seeing. The root of your joy is found in hearing words of his love. Attend to it. Now, the root of your joy is also seen in seeing 
his promises and rejoicing in it. Let's read this together. Everybody want to go. After these things, I'm closing. Oh, I'm landing this plane in a few moments. After these things, let's read together. Everybody want to go? After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thine shield and exceeding great reward. Verse 2. And Abraham said, Lord, God, what will thou give me? Seeing I go childless. Seeing. Seeing. So what was Abraham seeing? Was his childlessness. There's no joy in seeing the wrong things. Let's read it again. He says, and Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless. A lot of times people just read it like that. No, it is seeing. In other words, all that Abraham could see was his childlessness. Seeing I go childless. If all you see is all that is missing, and there will be no joy now. Seeing was the important operating principle here. Seeing, I'm going childless. Seeing, I go childless. It was the seeing, it wasn't the childlessness. Because guess what? When the promises of God was fulfilled, the childlessness was still there. Then it now changed. You understand? But it was the seeing that needed to change. Let me show you. I'm not just talking. He says, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Continue, verse 3. And Abraham said, behold, again, behold, here. to me thou hast not given any seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Next verse, verse 4. Let's read together, everyone. Want to go? And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be your heir. Verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards what? Heaven. And tell the stars. If thou shalt be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall your seed be. What was it that he was seeing that was, he was, that was happening? I go childless. What was the faculty that God engaged to show him a new picture? His sight. You know, if you put verse 4, put, just put verse 4. It says, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, this shall not be your heir. And I'm just imagining Abraham hearing that. And saying, oh. <laughs> I beg, we've heard that before. Sir, what are you giving to me? I am a hundred right now. You know, this guy is not going to be your heir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've been saying. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This shall not be your heir, but he that comes forth out of your own bow, which bow well? At what age? 
He wasn't having it. You understand? He wasn't having it. So God now said, okay, I know that it's hard for you to understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, come, let me engage your eyes. So go to the next verse. I'm closing now. And he brought him forth abroad. Give me the HCSB. All right? Or something else. Okay? Let's read and be done. Aha, I like this one. Everybody, let's read together. Everybody, want to go? Take him outside. And said what? Look at the sky. And count the stars. He's changing the object of his vision. He's changing his sights. Because seeing is what brought the trouble. Seeing is what's going to bring the victory. <laughs> seeing is what brought you into bondage. Seeing is what is going to take you out of it. He says, and he took him outside and said, look at the sky and count the stars. If you are able to count them, then he said to him, based on what you have seen, that's how your offspring is going to be. So there is joy in seeing his promises. So one of the prayers to pray this week is, Lord, you help me to see. Lord, you have opened my eyes. You help me to see. Listen, because there's no way you can see on God's level and remain sad and sorrowful. I'm closing on this note. You're going to watch a football match. By some happenstance, you have seen that your favorite team won 4-0. You know, you, the party starts before you enter the stadium. You start to dance and rejoice. Why are you rejoicing like this? We already won. He's seen the end from the beginning. I'm already successful. I'm already victorious. I'm already full of joy. I'm already full of life. Oh, glory to God. I have already accomplished success. Say, I see. Say, I hear. Say, I'm in joy. Say it again. Say, I'm in joy. So listen to me. I close on this note. If you are struggling with joy, say, Lord, help me see. Help me see what you're seeing. Just help me see. Oh, engage my eyes. Give me new pictures. Listen. Chances are that before the barren gives birth, they are barren. Is that not deep? Is it not deep? Very deep. Or well, it's true. Before the barren gives birth, they are barren. And all that they see is the barrenness. But they must see on another level to be able to see that God is able to give the barren fruits. And then scripture now says, sing, O barren. Whatever will make you start to sing, know that the victory is already sure. Listen, I'm, I'm helping some of you. I'm helping some of you right now. I'm closing this. God told me to share this with you. Before the fifth customer came, you only had five products. And the store looks empty. So, Lord, help me to see what you are seeing. If you see on his level, I tell you, the pathway of the just is never better yesterday. No, 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 no. The pathway of the just is a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. You've not sang your victory song. Your best victory song was not yesterday. There's a better light for you tomorrow. Glory, hallelujah. 
So you will hear the words of his love. And you will see the pictures that come from the heart of love. I dare you to see on God's level and not be joyful. Glory, hallelujah. Long before your story changes, your sight must change. Start to see what he's seeing. And stay there. Six months, stay there. One year, stay there. Two years, stay there. Are you hear what I'm saying? Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Say this with me. Things are living in my life. I am full of life. Ah, some of you are not talking like you're full of life. What's, what's that? Say, I'm full of life. I'm full of life. Glory, hallelujah. Say, I'm full of joy. I have a merry heart. Glory! Oh, glory, hallelujah. Let me tell you. Joy always comes before the harvest. The harvest does not come before joy. In the natural, you see the harvest, then you start to rejoice. In the realms of the spirit, you see joy first. And you see the harvest. Glory, hallelujah. Rise to your feet, pray in the spirit, everybody. Pray in the spirit, everybody. Thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprint Church and on Instagram at The Blueprint Church. Share.